Our philosophy here on Two Teas in a Pod is to present English in its most natural form. What this means is that sometimes a few bad words might slip through the net. This episode contains some adult language. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Two teas in a pod. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Two teas in a pod. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Two Teas in a Pod. <laughs> Hello, How are you everybody. Doing? How you doing, Tim? I'm good, thanks. A little bit sweaty. <laughs> we're seeing in our we're back in the studio. Yay! Huzzah! Um, we have to, had to turn the air conditioning off. Mm-hmm. It's quite hot in here. Yeah, the air conditioning makes too much noise, so and it gets <laughs> angry. So we have to switch it off while we're recording. But it's great to be back in the studio, not on Zoom anymore. Had enough Zoom. Had enough of Zoom. Back to better audio quality. Hope it. Hope you all enjoy the sound a lot better. Mm-hmm. So, what have you been up to, Katie? Um, just wrapping things up for the summer, really, and um, hoping to go on holiday? Question mark. Yeah. Is that a thing? Does holiday do holidays still exist? Don't know. We've if we are recording this uh, around the well towards the end of July and. Barcelona's just been put back into a recommended a recommended uh, semi lockdown, so cancelled some of our holiday plans and yeah, first world problems. It's not that bad. Yeah, could be worse. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was supposed to be going away this weekend. Really? Where you go? Where Where are you going to go? Up to Costa Brava. Oh, really? But I think we're going to have to cancel. We haven't cancelled it yet, but okay. The, the right thing would be to cancel it. The so. responsible thing, probably. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to be responsible. Um, so this is a short uh, compilation episode for the end of season three. Uh, the wonderful producer Ben has put together some clips, of some of our best bits um, from the last 10, 12 episodes that we've made this academic year. Indeed. We hope you enjoy them. We've certainly enjoyed making them all. Mm-hmm. Whether we've been making them in the studio, at home, <laughs> on Zoom, in lockdown, out of lockdown... They've all been great fun to make. So you're going to hear some of the clips from a selection of our lockdown games episodes, mm-hmm. our interviews with people about coming out of lockdown, mm-hmm. some very optimistic pre-lockdown episodes. <laughs> One sticks out when we were talking about reasons to be cheerful in 2020. Well. Mm. How naive we were. I know. Um, oh, well. Also some of our other episodes that we've done include talking about stress talking about climate change all of which have been st- are still relevant exactly we had our christmas special um we recommended some other podcasts for you so this is just a short compilation short of- rundown of um the bits that we've enjoyed mm-hmm. definitely and we hope you enjoy it too and we'll see you in september in the new year rested October. And hopefully having had a lovely holiday. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Everything crossed. Two teas in a pod. So, mystery number one. The incident at Dyatlov Pass. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to read to you about this mystery. If you're listening along at home or in class, I want you to... After I finish, think about what is the mystery, and then 
try and think of some possible explanations. So, on the first night of February 1959, nine ski hikers died mysteriously in the mountains of what is now Russia. The night of the incident, the group had set up camp on a slope, enjoyed dinner and prepared for sleep. But something went catastrophically wrong because the group never returned. On February 26th, searchers found the hiker's abandoned tent, which had been ripped open from the inside. Surrounding the area were footprints left by the group, some wearing socks, some wearing a single shoe, some barefoot, with no shoes at all, all of which continued to the edge of a nearby wood. That's where the first two bodies were found, shoeless and wearing only underwear. The scene bore marks of death by hypothermia, but as medical examiners inventoried the bodies, as well as the other seven that were discovered over the months that followed, hypothermia no longer made sense. In fact, the evidence made no sense at all. One body had evidence of a blunt force trauma consistent with a brutal assault. Another had third-degree burns. One had been vomiting blood. One was missing a tongue. And some of their clothing was found to be radioactive. Dun, dun, dun. That's your mystery. Two teas in a pod. So, tip number Next two. Tip, yeah. Tell us, what is it? Eat less meat. Check. You're Done doing that? that? Yeah. Yep. How are you doing that? I am not eating meat anymore. You're a vegetarian? I've been vegetarian about a year. Yeah? Specifically because of the environment. Okay. And then my sister, I went home, was all preachy about it last Christmas, and my sister was like, well, Katie, do you eat less avocados? Because, do you know, avocados are also really bad for the environment. And I was like... Oh, actually, eat a little more avocados than I've ever eaten before in my entire life. But there you go. Avocados are also bad for the environment. Yeah. Eat less avocado. Wow. Okay. Let's start with the meat, though. A friend of mine went, uh, Anya, friend of the podcast. Yeah. She went beef free for, she did that about two years ago, I think, because the big one with the emissions is, is, yeah, it's, that's uh, the, the big, beef industry. The big old methane monsters. Yeah. So the cow farts and the, uh, Clearing the forests, the rainforest to make room for the cows. Um, I feel really guilty because I've come from a family of beef farmers. Yeah. Well, that's a bit, I feel bad for everyone. Well. Um, what about you? You eat meat? You eat loads of meat? Yeah. No, I'm shit at this one. <laughs> um, I, well, we're trying to do, to have like ve- vegetarian days. Vegetarian oh, Monday, for example. Like cutting down on the meat. Yeah, I made some banging veggie burgers the other day. Chickpea burgers, they're really nice. Made a really good vegan curry as oh. well. And I put chicken stock in it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from the chicken stock, it was 100% vegan. I could have done oh, it with yeah, vegetable it's stock. Really, it's not even, that's not even vegetarian, that curry. Yeah, but come on, it's only a bit of stock. <laughs> Um, what else? Um, I don't think I could go fully vegan. No, I couldn't. I think I find it hard. But uh, I have to say, I do eat my. I do eat a lot of fish, and mm-hmm. that it does not make me vegetarian. But uh, I do worry. I worry about the fish stocks in the ocean. Yeah, the little fishies. I should. I need to cut down that too. Yeah. I just need to become full vegetarian. I just can't bring myself to becoming full vegetarian. It's hard here. It's definitely hard to hear, but it's getting easier in Spain. Yeah, it's true. I Ten think, years ago. Yeah. Nigh impossible. 
Um, there's a lot more vegetarian restaurants and vegan restaurants. Yeah. Okay, mm. cut down your meat. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Two teas in a pod. So, um, should I tell you about what I do on my Christmas? Yeah, I want to hear it. A- we do the same thing every year. I want to hear a traditional right family Christmas. (laughs) Were you trying to remember my last name? Is that what that pause was? No. You forgot that I'm a vegetarian and you forgot my last name. Who are you? Katie Wright, your co-host. So tell me, the right family, what do you do? Every year, there's always, um, my mum has a box of Christmas wrapping supplies. And they, the Christmas Eve is mostly spent separate, all in different rooms, <laughs> wrapping presents. Of course, The yeah. opposite of what you might think of a typical Christmas Eve. We're all separate, spending hours wrapping up things. Well, that's quite typical. I think we do that as well. But you try and do it as quickly as possible so then you can that's get true. together. Well, then you can get together and get a bit pissed and watch... Um... Oh, my God, what's it called? White Christmas. White Christmas? White Christmas, the film. Uh. You you know you know all the songs. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. That That's, one. You're gonna love playing this back and listening to yourself sing. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> what a voice. Oh yeah. It was lovely. Yes, that. And then um, we get you know have a you know pretty chilled night. Next morning, wake up. Bear in mind, I'm nearly thirty-three. My sister's thirty-one. I had to think about that for a second. And uh, we jump up to mum and dad's bed in our pajamas <laughs> on the end of the bed and open our stockings. Nice. What's like a stocking, Katie? A stocking is a big sock, uh, which is typically filled by Santa Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the night. And Santa comes down the chimney and puts presents in your stocking. Yeah. If you've been good. If you've been bad. He does a poo in it. No, no he, he does it with coal. Oh my god. Shivs it full of dog shit. (laughs) (laughs) Only joking. He puts a lump of coal (laughs) in there. So, us in our early 30s jump onto the end of my dad's bed and then open stocking presents. And that's quite fun. We used to do that until we were quite young, quite old as well, I think. We were pretty old and we still always used to pile into. I think um, it's different, I think, because neither of us have significant others. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's easier. I think once you get. It's a bit weird if you jump into your. Like if Sol jumped into your mum and dad's bed. Yeah, it would that'd be. That'd be really weird. Maybe that's when that tradition ends. Maybe. <laughs> You've got to stop somewhere. Um, so then we get up, get dressed, get showered, which is the worst bit because everyone takes so freaking long to yeah. get ready. And then there's just like a smorgasbord, which is like a wide variety of things laid out on the coffee table. Biscuits, cheese, uh other things <laughs> like Loads grapes what time do you start pates. drinking that is when we start drinking immediately immediately yeah and then th- that's about 10 a.m mm-hmm. and immediately you've got the bucks fizz out which is like yeah. fizzy champagne or mimosa or prosecco. yeah mimosa and then topped up with orange juice and then um we separate all our chris or our presents out from under the tree so mm-hmm. we've got like kind of a chair each and then uh we get quizzed and this process is the most lengthy process of the whole day. You get so, quizzed before you get yeah. a present. So you have to answer a question correctly. Who who in makes order the question? To open a present. We all te- we all take it in turns to make the questions. Though recently, my dad's been taking it on his shoulders. He's the quiz master. He's a quiz master normally. Okay. So what so he, he downloads bags. 
What are they like? General knowledge questions. General knowledge questions. Questions about about Christmas. He'll do like he'll print out little screenshots of films and be like, guess this film. Mm. Or he'll print out anagrams. Then you have to pull one out and then rearrange the words. That's an anagram. Okay. Um. And then uh, and then the, this process can take you till about. 2 a.m. 2 p.m. 2 a.m. <laughs> <2 a>. All <laughs> day. All day. That's um, a bit expensive. But it does take happens, a long time. What happens if you get get it wrong? You don't get to open any presents? You just answer another question. Okay. We're quite generous. So, and if you get it wrong, then it's the next person's go? No, if you get it wrong, you get asked another question, and you get asked questions until you get okay. one right, and then you can open a, open a present. Right. But we're quite strict about it. You have to get one right. They're okay. not that tricky, difficult, though. Can you think of an example question that you've answered in the past? Uh, God, I feel like it's asking, uh, asking a lot. Uh, yeah. Where is the Ponsettia from? Mexico. So, oh, holy moly, you know it. I made a Christmas quiz for my yeah, students I'm with pretty, that question in there. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I know it from that quiz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you go, for example, something like mm, that. This is a nice tradition, I think. You know, it yeah, it does a take of... a long time. And then we'll have the dinner, which is um, meant to be traditionally Christmas lunch, but it's dinner. Yeah, we call it Christmas dinner, but we have it at lunchtime. It's a bit weird. Well, we tend to have it now about five. Really? 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 Are you really sure? You uh, start eating at five. Yeah, but because we've been eating cheese and cheese and biscuits until three. Fair enough. Absolutely stuffed. Okay. Had so much cooked baked camembert by three o'clock. You don't want to have any turkey. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's our Christmas dinner. Then what you do? Well, well talk, then we talk just me then we just fanny around and watch films and drink more. It's great. You should go for the traditional walk. Do you go for the traditional walk? We like to go for a walk on Christmas Day. We've stopped doing that recently, but I think it's probably a good idea. Depends on the weather, though. In the UK, it's always raining and cold. Yeah. So then, uh, then we just chill out, watch some movies, catch up on the old Christmas television. Yeah. And drink more, and then are merry. Ah, call some, great. call some famalam. Oh yeah, you got to do some Skype, Skype calls to people Skype in other countries, right? Love you guys. Thanks so much for that Christmas jumper. Two teas in a pod. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, we've got loads of new episodes coming in this. What should we call this? Season three. It's <laughs> <laughs> the third. Yeah, of the podcast, kind of. But yeah, kind of. Oh, nearly yeah. there. Nearly, nearly there, there yeah, the third yeah. year. Let's call it season three. Season three, we got some great stuff coming up for you guys. Yeah, um, looking forward to yeah. having having them reach your ears. Exactly. Through the medium of podcast. But, yeah, so yeah. stay tuned. Stay tuned. We, we will be back soon. The next one won't be have such a big gap between. No, it'll be yeah. a couple of weeks. Exactly. Yeah, we're back in the studio. Back in the studio, back to work, summer's done. Married. Married. Homeowners. <laughs> <laughs> Shit just got real. Oh man, we're so adult. I know. We're adulting exactly. so hard right now. Um, Bye. What are we going to do five ways to say? Five or seven ways to say. <laughs> so, our... Expressions today are all related to stress, relieving stress, and stuff like that. Yeah. Our first one is to stress out or stress out. Get stressed out. Say chic. Stress out. 
Just to get stressed. Yeah, exactly. You stress out. I'm stressing out. Get really oh, like feel that anxious, that anxious feeling. I'm stressing out. You can also say, um, for example, my job is stressing me out. Yes. So things can stress you yes. out. Yes. You can be stressed out, but things can stress you out. Yeah, exactly. People can stress you out. Yeah, they can, definitely. Mm. And then if you get really, really stressed out, you can freak out. Da, da, da. Da, da. So chic. Freak out. So to freak out is like to get really, really stressed. Um and maybe how Yeah. Uh, for example. Um uh when I saw my to do list <laughs> in the morning, I freaked out. Yep. I got really super really stressed. Really stressed. You can start like, you know, running around the house, you start your heart starts beating really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had a meltdown. There we go. That's another one. To have a meltdown. So this is when... A bit like a computer when it stops, just stops working. Yeah. Or a nuclear reactor. Stopped. A nuclear reactor is probably what the original word is. Yeah. So to have a meltdown is just when you completely like collapse quack, under the pressure. Quack, quack. I'm trying to be a nuclear reactor. <laughs> it's a good sound. It's a good nuclear <laughs> reactor impression. Is it as good as my cat? No. Two teas in a pod. Anyway, anyway, we've got a fun little, quick little episode lined up for you today. Um, uh, First of a mini series. Mini series. First of a mini series of uh, podcast games to play. So little games you can play at home, or they can be used by teachers in their online classes, um, just to keep you entertained. The first one. What's the first one called, Katie? Uh, for, this one's called Call My Bluff, though I know it as Balderdash. Mm-hmm. But Call My Bluff, I mean, shall we just, we'll name this Call My Bluff, probably. Call My Bluff, okay. Call My Bluff. So, so to bluff is to lie. Yeah. And call, what does Call My Bluff mean then? To t- tell someone that you think they're lying. Oh, so like to accuse someone. Yeah. So it's okay. from poker. Oh, is it? If you're playing poker, um... And you make a big bet when you don't have uh, anything or you don't have good cards, but you want another person to think you have good cards, um, then that's called a bluff. And to call someone's bluff is to match their bet. So put in the same amount of money and say, no, I think my cards are better or I think you're talking shit. <laughs> okay. Call my shit. Another way of saying lying. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so um, how, how, how is this played? Well, we have some crazy words. We've looked, we've scoured the internet for some difficult words. Um, so I'm going to read one of my words to Katie and I give her three possible definitions. She has to guess which one is the correct definition. So there's one real definition, two fake definitions. Um, if she gets it correct, then she gets two points. So you just make that up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And if she gets it incorrect, then I get one point. Okay. Okay, because it's it's one, you've got a one in three chance. So, you know, let's make this be nice to you. Um, So first we're going to play against each other. And then at the end, we'll do some... uh, some more rounds for you guys at home to play along. Okay, so the first word. The first word is 
Bilk. And how are you spelling that? B-I-L-K. Bilk. I think I know this word. Really? No. What do you think it means? No, I don't know. Don't know. Bad milk. (laughs) Bilk. (laughs) Bad milk. Okay, so. These are your possible definitions. Um, Number one. Bilk is a verb. It means to cheat someone out of what they're owed, commonly used with money. Okay, so to bilk. Um, Number two. A crude tool consisting of a wooden handle and a curved flat blade used for turning earth. So maybe something you'd use in the garden, a bilk. Um, Number three. A verb meaning to suddenly lose courage and withdraw from a confrontation. Um, Which one are you leaning towards? I think not the last one, because I think that I think that would be more in common use. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think no, eliminate. So the other one is a garden tool. Garden tool used or, for turning earth. Or? Or a verb meaning to cheat someone out of something. I think, I feel like this might originate for some, from a Germanic language, and I feel like it's familiar. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the first one. The first one. Yeah. So to bilk someone out of something. Bilk someone out of something. Yeah. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Correct. Well done, Katie. Oh my God, I'm so happy I got that right. Two points, a verb, to cheat someone out of what they're owed. Two cheers in a pod. So we need some cheering up. Mm, yeah. So the idea of this episode is to find reasons to be cheerful in 2020. Mm. I really need this in my life, Tim. I'm so glad you brought this to the table today. It's not all bad. There are lots and lots of stories of um, more positive and optimistic things that have happened, that happened in 2019 or that are happening now. They've been ignored by the news because the news is always just full of... It's just like full of like negativity and like that bad news sells, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. War, death, destruction. Yeah. Oh, yeah, another one to add to the list. Australia, just being on fire. Australia nearly burnt down. God. Terrible. Poor koalas. Poor koalas. Yeah. So we're going to get started on some reasons to be cheerful for 2020. Should I give you a cheerometer? Like a. How happy it makes you. How happy you. that okay. makes me. Okay. I haven't heard any of these. I'm so excited. We're going to start with some speaking about the environment and the natural world. Animals. I do love animals. I love animals too. So there were three animals who were on the brink of extinction and they've made a comeback. That's a nice expression. Do you have to guess what they are? Some made some expressions. Yeah, let's make it a game. You have to guess what they are. One of them is a big sea animal. Whale. It is. Humpback whales. There oh, are yeah. 93% more humpback whales. That is, that is effing brilliant it's news. It's great, right? They were nearly hunted to extinction and on the brink of extinction they were on the brink of extinction and they've come back 93 percent more they've made a comeback they've made a massive comeback this is effing brilliant for that's great isn't it okay uh stripy cats 
Pardon? Stripy cats. What do you mean stripy cats? That's the clue for the next animal. Oh, do you mean tigers? Yeah. I thought you meant, <laughs> I literally thought you meant stripy birds, stripy cats were no longer extinct. <laughs> <laughs> well, tigers are stripy cats. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And there are now a third more Indian tigers. So they. Oh my God. And then the really big ones. They're the biggest ones. Or is that, I'm thinking of the Siberian tiger. Oh, and the Siberian ones are making a comeback too. This is all good. This is brilliant. Tigers are great. I love a tiger. I love a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Especially on my, you know, skinned and on my floor. Aye, <laughs> don't be mean. No. Okay. Um, the other one is uh, a wild dog. A coyote. Bigger. Hyena. Dingo. More classic. Wolf. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the Mexican gray wolves are making a comeback. They were nearly oh. extinct and they've created huge uh, nature reserves in Mexico. That's amazing. And Mexican grey wolves are back in business. Isn't this, I don't know if we've talked about this before, something to do with like introducing wolves back into an, in an environment somewhere and it like helped a whole load of... Helped like the whole ecosystem and things. Helped the whole ecosystem because yeah. they were killing the deer. Yeah. <laughs> they want to do it in Scotland. There's big plans and didn't to... Didn't they want to bring back bears as well or yeah. something? Yeah, wolves and bears in Scotland. I don't know if that got off the ground, but still... I don't know if I'd want to like find a bear on a random hillside. <laughs> a bear! Two teas in a pod. Well, wasn't that nice, Tim? It was. It was great. I've forgotten about how many things we've talked about. Yeah, nice walk down memory lane. Exactly. So, um, that's all for us for this season. Uh, we'll be back in September, hopefully rested. Well rested, holidayed. Hopefully. Ready to start again. Exactly. In the meantime... Uh, we've recently launched our YouTube channel and we're going to be putting more and more content on the YouTube channel. Videos, that's mainly what's on YouTube, um, <laughs> grammar videos, clips from the podcast, vocabulary videos, loads of different stuff. So check it out. It's Check it out. It's called Two Teas in a Pod. Mm-hmm. Very original on YouTube. Subscribe. Um, we really want to get lots of subscribers on there. Um, give us a like and share it with all your friends. Indeed. Enjoy. See you soon. Happy holidays. Bye. That's what you say at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep that in. <laughs> keep it in. Welcome to the podcast. Two teas in a pod. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Two teas in a pod. Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Teas in a Pod. I'd like to thank our wonderful producer, Ben Ward. Our graphics man, Mark Wilding, the lovely singers on our intro, Lisa Marie Court, Bernice Ray, Vicky Milena, and myself. I'm not thanking myself. You know what I mean. And of course, my wonderful co-host, Tim Worry. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>